0: Hello and welcome to the latest Clear Cruise podcast coming to you live this week from the Cruise Forum in the Cotswolds. I sat down with Oceania's Bernie Carter. Enjoy.
1: I'm here with Bernie Carter. Hi, Bernie. Hi. How are you? A little tired, but I'm good. (laughs) And why exactly are you tired? Uh, Yesterday's charity ride, the clear charity rides, Uh, the weather was a little bit grueling. Um, Not enough training, pre-cycle as well, so I've got myself to blame. So you cycled for, what was it, 60 miles? Yep, 62 miles. 62 miles. And then you had Giles and uh, the guys, uh, four of them did uh, 84 miles. So oh, wow. they were yeah, yeah. They, they were the heroes. Yeah, I had the lucky job of just sitting in the car and <laughs> giving you water. <laughs> yeah, so I, it was, do you know what? The, the support cars did an amazing job yesterday. But it was great to see an increased number of people doing it. And I think that mm. next year uh, it would be great to see even more because you know there is traction there and I think as an industry we can come together and really do something special so it was the cycle to the ball yes what exactly is the ball that okay we're cycling to uh, yes the ball the winter forum christmas ball um the forum itself is great because you get the chance to catch up on the year uh, and it's for the the key people uh, in the business to come along and get an insight as to what we can expect for the following year and I thought today was very good, Uh, it was great to hear that Tony Roberts is going to stay for an extra year as as the chair, Um, he does a great job uh, and I think it's going to be uh, beneficial to all of us for him staying in and uh, again obviously learning the, the, the things from all the different cruise lines, the experts that come in to speak to us. Uh, and the cruise industry veterans which mm. i can't believe i'm actually a cruise industry veteran <laughs> now um, but but to be able to try and impart some of the uh, little um, nuggets of information that we've learned through the year mm. uh, there are certain trends that are picking up there are certain things that are changing in the marketplace we all saw with thomas cook's uh, demise um, there were certain red flags there that probably hadn't been picked up by various companies Uh, And I think that, you know, it's been a a real learning curve for all of us and I think as an industry we are very good at self-policing but again it was taking everything on board there, everything that happened in the year with Brexit and uh, you know, the the uncertainty I think that we came into 19 with sort of disappeared mid-year. I think in general it might have been the fact that people just got bored of everything that was going on <laughs> right. and just said, right, we're, we're, just, we're just going to go out there and do what we want to do and we're going to spend. And certainly for the higher end of the cruise market, you know, that, that ran true. I think moving forward now to the point where we have certainty, we have a Tory government that's now in place and they have uh, an overall majority large enough to push things through, yeah. the decisive nature of everything that's happening right now will create... A more decisive um, atmosphere in the economy in general now okay you know it, it's not you know one size fits all and it's not the same for everybody but with such an overriding majority it does show that the vast majority of people want to get things done yeah uh, and i think that that can only be a good thing for the industry
0: yeah it's it's taken away some of that uncertainty uh, that i mean you know this time last year all of the talks were sort of about <laughs> we don't know what's gonna happen exactly i was it i mean so you somehow miraculously you've managed to cycle sixty miles yesterday and then <laughs> you didn't even wobble walking onto the stage today uh as part of our panel uh what what give some background on on who you are and you know why you were up on on the panel today okay
1: I think I was afraid of, uh, entertainment value. <laughs> no, <laughs> seriously though. And I mean, yes, I mean I've been in the industry for 30 years now. Uh, I've worked for several of the different cruise lines, uh, Silver Sea, um, Norwegian Cruise Line uh, a long time back. Uh, Oceania Cruises, I'm actually just coming up to my 15th anniversary. Oh, so wow. the last 15 years of my career have been with Oceania. And for me it was like a gravitation more than anything else because I love my food. Uh, whether it 's beans on toast or foie gras i'll you know i 'll try it all in between, yeah, and uh, Oceania really does for me it, it just epitomizes everything that I like about the the product I work with um, when I came into cruising, I still remember I was a general travel agent working for uh, a minipal, an agency with twelve branches, and I went on a ship visit and tried. Um, roquefort, mousse and then um, poured down the middle of some celery and it was just something as simple as that, it was just a simple little starter and it was delicious (laughs) and I just thought to myself, I have to get into (laughs) cruising because the food is just phenomenal and you you heard in there today that the satisfaction or the ratings that you get on the cuisine side of things from pretty much every cruise line you go to and every sailing you go to is very very high and Mm. I think that you know that the you can't really oversell the cuisine when it comes to cruising yeah. because there is so much choice and i mean you look at the big brands the likes of royal norwegian msc the different food outlets they have it's yeah. just phenomenal so there is growing all the time as well it is it is and there's something for everybody
0: yeah so for for the travel agents and listeners who aren't here today mm-hmm. uh fill us in on sort of What's happened this morning and what we are gonna expect from this
1: evening? Okay, so uh, just the one thing I want to touch on from this morning is the sustainability. Yeah. And uh, it was, you know, the talk as well about bringing new to cruise into uh, the the market. And for me, a a critical part of that is our sustainable credit, our credentials and how uh, the youngsters see us because we've seen it across the board uh, in Europe. That the youngsters are driving the message, right? You know, wherever you see the the, the rallies and, and the, the, the clear messaging, it's the children that are pushing the message up yes. to us, the youth through uh, the ages. And the the big thing there is, so the millennials are part of the younger generations. And okay, so uh, again, under the uh, the sustainability credentials. Uh, shipping in general, so not just the cruise industry shipping in general represents only four percent of global carbon emissions. Then the cruise industry represents only three percent of that amount of the of the four percent of the four percent so so, yeah, I mean, tiny. that does put it into perspective and I don't think people necessarily realise that. They like to paint us as the bad guys, but in fact, we we do so much. And the biggest thing for me here is that it's not just the cruise industry that is committing to this, it's the shipping industry in general. So what you're seeing is uh, a commitment from a part of the, the global economic uh, body that, is making a real difference. Now, you know, whether you see hoteliers, uh, industry, um, manufacturing doing the same thing, you know, we'll have to wait and see. But as long as we are front and we're out there and we're showing that we're going to be carbon neutral, we're going to be looking out for the planet, it means that the future generations when they're looking at product, they can look at us and they feel comfortable travelling with us. Not that it'll be the reason they book us, it's right. the fact that they feel aligned to us yeah. in their ethics, and uh, well, what's been what I've noticed a lot this
0: year, but especially today, like you know, 2019, we're at the end of the decade, and we've had a lot of you know we've yeah. had a lot of recaps, sort of look back over what's changed. Mm. We've had a lot of what's going to change.
1: Yes. What do you expect for the for the next decade, 2020s? Okay. at the centre of that has to be technology, Uh, we're seeing it already, things like using the handheld pads in the restaurants, Mm. you know, gone are the days where the waiter would take your order, he would run off, scurry off and go to the kitchen, put the order in, come back again. Now, the waiter's tap it in and it's gone off to the uh, restaurant or to the kitchens electronically and they then are able to spend more time engaging with the guests, so it makes it a more personalised experience looking at the booking journey you know we're, we're just introducing something which I know again uh, there are every cruise line is doing something new right. uh, with the technology in the booking process as well so you know we have this whole thing where in, in, in you know, 2020 it's going to become much more engaging for the guests from the moment they book so it's not just going to okay. be a case of you booked and then you travel it's going to be a case of um, the customer pre-building their whole experience on the journey towards when they get on board the ship. And then after they come back, it's about rediscovering the engagement and making sure that they had a good time. Uh, And at the same time, if there's anything that that we can do for them moving forward. That's a perfect answer. Bernie, thank you so much for your time. My pleasure, thank you very much. Thank
0: you, see you you tonight. Oh, let's have a good evening. (laughs) (laughs) So that's all from us this week and this year. Thank you to Bernie for joining us today. What did you think? Did you join us in the Cotswolds for our final celebration? And what did you think of 2019? Let us know by tweeting us using the hashtag #ClearPod. That's C L I A P O D. Thanks for listening. My name's Toby Cruz, and I'll see you next year. Happy cruising.